Hey everybody, my name is Nkozi and this is the Two Sides of a Coin podcast. Also on here is my partner John. You want to say hi, John? Hello everybody, how y'all doing? Alright, well this is the podcast where we talk about food and pop culture in New York. And uh, today we're going to do something a little different. We're not going to talk so much about current events today. But we are going to talk about things that we did love. Um, Before, we did a podcast where we talked about the top shows that did not deserve a reboot. You know, whether they were bad, whether they just didn't fit with the theme, all that stuff. Today, we're actually going to talk about a couple of shows that we felt do deserve a reboot. Kind of like a companion to that episode. So... We're going to jump into that real quick. John, do you have any food picks for us today? Yes, I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. So the first pick I'm going to devour right now is Cakes. K-E-Y-K-S. And I have to say, I came across this bakery on at the New York Wine and Food Festival last year, I got I had the opportunity to meet the head baker and owner. She, um, her daughter and I met prior to me doing working at the Wine and Food Festival last year at Comic Con, and. Kennedy, this is going to get a a laugh out of you. Uh, Remember that panel you mentioned that I was snoring at? Was she at that panel? Yup. So she remembers you snoring? (laughs) Yup. Oh, yep. This is why you should never be caught lacking. Yup. And she was also at a panel that I was at where I I showed off some of my dance skills. I wasn't bad, but I was hilarious. You'd rather be hilarious than bad. I'd rather be hilarious. Um, you know, I'm rather it, it's with me. It's either I executed the choreography on point. I showed that I have did my best, or his dancing was hilarious. That's what that, it, but to say that, if you said my dancing was bad, yeah, that would actually hurt my feelings and cause me to crawl up into a corner. Yeah. So, Cakes is her mom's company and really is good. They, for the, they're founded about on organic vegan cookies these are vegan cookies guys yes kennedy remember how i say i'm i'm choosing to eat smarter and healthier see see i found it okay hey i found it i I, it took me a while took me a while because 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 you know my track record hasn't been good you know but I found a vegan cookie, man. I found my vegan cookie. I'm so overjoyed. 
to um, come across cakes because, um, well, one, a, a while ago, I was told I was borderline diabetic and I was little shaken by it. And then I was told I was actually diabetic, but thanks to uh, me being on point with my eating and not eating bad, but eating good and making smarter choices and not being and doing my best not to be a glutton, I have achieved going back, reverting back to borderline diabetic. I am. Uh, and, and I'm working on cutting my pounds. And I would say Cakes has helped me a lot. I ordered from them all long. I've been ordering from them for a couple of times when I'm able to buy my cookies. Because, as you know, I'm with my wife. And we do share a lot of when it comes to sweets. But I've been keeping this hidden away from her well not so hidden like certain stuff on the their menu uh, it is really good i gave her a chocolate chip, a regular um chocolate chip cookie from them and she she was like oh this is good i like this i mean to, uh, at the time i was trying to tell her the name of the place and where i got the cookies from but you know when, when you have something good and it's so good you just tend to tune the other person out. That's what happened to me. And I say, cakes is good. They have a very good um, long list assortment of bit from baked goods to pastries, and it's all vegan. All vegan. And organic. No pesticides or processed stuff in it or anything. I tell you, it, if you are a fan of certain things like macadamia nut. Yep, they got it. They got it. Or if you're a fan of ube, oh, they on point with it. They actually have two different ube cookies, by the way, Kennedy. One thing I wanted to ask you, have I ever introduced you to the to ube before? I am aware of ube cookies, but no, you've never... You've never brought me by to have ube cookies from places that you have them from. Okay, I gotta that that I'm I'm sorry I'm I'm such a bad friend. I I should not have done that, and I will because I'm making I'm definitely putting it in order. So that's why I just want to double check. <laughs> it's not going to be too much. It, it'll be it'll be a small box because remember, I'm trying no longer to be a glutton. Even though I, I caught myself in the ordering process of possibly ordering six boxes of ube or the um, macadamia and that. But moving on, definitely should check out Cakes, guys. They have been at the Wine and Food Festival for now the past two years that I've known of them. They are literally there throughout the whole event from Thursday all the way down to the last day, which is on Sunday. Cakes is there. And I got to say, they are very good. A lot of people aren't too much of a fan. And it's understandable. If you're 
not a fan of vegan baked goods, that's cool. That's cool. It's understandable. You know, I'm not going to try to force you to give it a, um, to look into it if you're not a fan of vegan baked goods. But it is something worth checking out and trying for your own self. You don't have to get the ube cookie. You can get, there, there are other options. There are plenty other options on the website. And you can order everything off cakesmyshopfy.com. Myshop.com, yes. You can find them. Just make sure when you, search, when you type it in the search engine, you type K-E-Y-K-S. Okay? Had so many problems with Google when I was saying the name of the spot, and it kept bringing me to different bakeries with that name, but not with... So definitely, when you're looking it up, type in K-E-Y-K-S, okay? And for all those people who, if you want to know my favorite cookie, I have three. I'm trying not to say two and three because two and three usually are sold out sometimes when I order them. So I would like them not to be sold out when I order them. So I'm not going to say, but I will say one, which is the macadamia nut. Definitely a good cookie to check out. And if you, but their version, um, the vegan version is real good, real good. And it's a little playoff, you know, it's got a different color, a little green color, which is kind of cool. It's definitely cool. So I am going to move on from cakes, bring out the big one. So as you know, I am a pizza connoisseur. And Kennedy, I have found the largest slice in New York. Largest. Note how I'm saying largest slice in New York. Like, I know we have big slices in, um, there's big slice pizza in Manhattan, but this place, this particular restaurant has the big slice, really big slice. And I'm telling you, like, it is so big, like, you, when you first see it, when you look at it, like, I posted it on my food page, and a lot of people were like, you did not eat all of that. And I was like, yes, I did. I totally did. And I, I, in, in my defense, I when I did it, I was slightly inebriated. Okay, I was slightly inebriated. But I'm telling you, my the inebriation had nothing to do with my hunger. I was hungry so bad when I came across this uh, pizzeria, and the pizzeria's name is Pizza Barn. I don't know if anybody's um, heard of it yet, but it is definitely, most definitely, a pizzeria worth checking out. It is so good on the dollar. Like, you can feed, like, 
the slices are so big, Kennedy. I would say it's kind of like having your own per. It's like cat. It's like a whole pie, but in the shape of a slice. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, a lot of people um, that I know. I actually came across this place. But this was back when I had first started my first food page. I I was checking this out. And I've gone there numerous of times. And, and, and every time I go, I literally repeat the same situation that led me to this pizzeria. So I tell you, when I say this place is worth it, it is worth it worth it and it is worth itself in gold and diamonds because pizza barn they 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 know what they're doing they know exactly what they're doing and they are doing it well you can get any type of toppings on any slice and this is new york style pizza new york style pizza that they're making in these big slices these, these ain't, no. It, no. This is New York style pizza, well made, awesomely priced. I remember I went there. What did I order? I actually ordered the first time, I only paid like $30. And that was for one, one slice. It was a buffalo chicken and barbecue. And man, was that delicious. Like, when I got there, the guy, first time I went there and I ordered it, the guy looked at me like, you're going to eat this all by yourself. And I'm like, yep, you're seriously about to eat all this by yourself. And I'm like, mm-hmm, I'm going to eat all this by myself. He was like, it, this is a lot. And then I know he was looking after me because, you know, he saw I was a big dude and usually... You know, big guy shouldn't really be eating like that, but we do eat like that. And I could, I was throughout that whole day, I was so hungry because I had so much I was doing. But I re that pizza just, it was like all three meals breakfast, lunch, and dinner worth it and needed. And I was satisfied after I ate because. It was like every slice, every waking slice, it, it felt like, I can say, it, it, it filled me with the same emotions and nostalgia I got when I checked out Sauce Pizzeria, when I checked out Peach and Shakes, even when I checked out Cuts and Slice, you know? It brought me back to like when I first... Like, like what the first thing that brought me to my love, well, the first of many things that brought me to my love of pizza was TMNT. Like how, like remember in the movie how they show like how cheesy that pizza was and stuff. Well, how they always show how cheesy pizza is in general, but it's just like that, you know. Your first bite and and that cheese stretches, not not stretches to the point of snapping your face or whatever, but it's. So good, well made, well prepared, and on point. On point. 
Now, right now, they have a new location. Um, they're not located in the re in the same place they used to be located. It used to be located real deep in Yonkers, like Yonkers Avenue area. Now they're more out and where everyone else can now get to them. And they don't have to wait on a long line to get into a very small, like, pizzeria. This is more bigger. It is on Central Avenue, 471 Central, Central Park Avenue in Yonkers. Very easy to get to, guys. Not too far from the Empire Casino, though. So, for, for all my gamblers, you know, it's not too far. Really, it's not too far. And they are open from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. So, this is not your late night pizzeria. Um, no. Sorry. But it is so well family oriented. And the, the staff there, just really cool people, you know, cool people to just like, you know, you can go there and just, you could just be like with your family, have a pot, you know, like party of, I would say, four or five or six. You know, just go in, say, oh, we want this slice. You can sit down there and really just, you know, have a good, good old time. Staff is cool, very, you know, very vocal. You know, they have this whole um, mantra thing that they do when they're cooking the food. It's like very wholesome, you know, and, and it's a very growing in popularity. Uh, if I had to, if I could reckon, being that I like them a lot, I would suggest your first pie that you, you you would go for would be the hamburger pizza. Definitely, trust me, definitely try that because it's like I would say it's now my first go to next to a meat lover slice. I mean, Kenny, you have you ever tried one of those type of slices, like the hamburger hamburger slice? I mean, I've had ha I have had hamburger slices before. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have one uh, on the level of pizza bar, my man. I mean, you can also one thing about pizza bar, you don't just have to order one specific topping. You can go two toppings, and they will charge you, but it's you. You won't be doing wrong, you know. You won't be selling. You won't even be selling yourself short. Okay. You know, you won't be selling yourself short because, like, okay, like for example, and I will, I'm gonna tell you. At first, when when it, when this situation happened, I was like, I don't think these two toppings could go together, but. It actually did. So I had I ordered Pizza Barn for coworkers of mine at my job, right? And I asked my coworkers what slide, what do they want on their pizza? Each of them individually. Some said some said they were like, oh, pepperoni and bacon. Some people wanted the uh, oh yeah, wanted um buffalo chicken. And some said, it was kind of interesting. I don't know. 
don't know, Kenny, like, let me know if you've heard of this, uh, or had it. Pepperoni with bacon and uh, blue cheese on top? I haven't had the bacon and blue cheese, no. Okay, okay, so, so, okay, so I'm not the only one that was new to it. All right. Yeah, apparently that's a topic. Like, I, I was like, you sure it's not chicken bacon with the blue cheese on top? I was like, no, it's, it's pepperoni. And, and surprisingly, I went to I went to a couple of, like, outside of Pizza Bar. I went to other, like, pizzerias, and it is there. I, I'm just kind of surprised I, I didn't see it, you know? That was a new top, um, topping combo for me. Pepperoni, bacon with blue cheese. That is totally a new topper for me. But um, that's what we had ordered. Because a lot of people, a lot of people at my job, they like we like trying new things. All, all, all me and my co, we like trying new things. And Pizza Barn was definitely something we we all agreed we would try. It did take a while getting to us because where we were located located in the Bronx was a little trip, but we ordered through Uber Eats. They, they, they. They did what they was. They did what they were supposed to do. They got that pizza to us, and it was piping hot. That was another thing. It was piping hot, but well made. And I definitely, definitely, definitely suggest everybody do check it out. Pizza Barn is something you will definitely come to love. And hopefully, Kennedy, uh, if I get the chance, we could. Um, I, well, I do, I, you know what? No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sell myself short. The next time I do Super Bowl, we're getting pizza from Pizza Bar. Thank you, John, for your food picks. Yeah. But like I said before, we're going to do this a little bit different. And this episode, we're going to talk about five shows and we have five shows each. These five shows are all shows that we felt, you know, absolutely deserve reboots in the modern day. Mm -hmm. So I have my five. John has his five. So we'll just we'll switch it off. We'll just go one and one. So, mm -hmm. John, start with your number one. So my number one is step by step. That's my number one. Uh, and. I first came across Step by Step back in 1992. Yes, I'm old. But further than matter, it was a show that spoke out to me. It's full of little dark humor, some raunchy comedy. It stars Suzanne Somers, Sasha Mitchell, which, uh, well, if no one knows of Sasha Mitchell, he was a, he played... David Sloan in the kickboxer movies, two through four. Yes, I love my martial arts. And I really like, I grew to always like the show. It had, it went for seven seasons and it was very good. And I feel like after seven seasons, the, the seventh season really ended, it, 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 it ended and it kind of wounded me a little bit because I always thought they would go for, in a season because I wanted to hear more 
about every character. And if they were going to go further, like, for example, there was a character played by Sasha Mitchell. Um, his, his name is Cody on the show. And I wanted to see more with Cody, you know? I really wanted to see more with Cody. And even though all the other actors, they went to um, other shows, and I've seen them on all those other shows, and I kind of thought, I kind of actually assumed 100% that each show that they were on was kind of like a spinoff to the story uh, from Step by Step even though I got proven wrong. But I really feel Step by Step should have had a, should have a reboot or like um, Fuller House continuation, you know? I mean, I don't know. I, I did not see Step by Step. That was not the kind of show that I was watching. Yeah, I mean, I, I fell in love because when I first saw it, 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 it and, uh, and it was it's it's raunchy because you know Suzanne Summers is hot, very 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 hot. Did you just really like this show because you had the hots for Suzanne Summers? No, no, no. I did not really like the show because I had the hots for Suzanne Summers. I really liked the show in general because it was wholesome. You know, I can relate to it. Well, I can't relate to it because my parents did not come together as the Brady's, which is seen in this show. <laughs> Basically, you have you have Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Summers. They meet up. Each of them has three kids. Patrick Duffy's kids are literally Karen Foster, who's played by Angela Watson, and yes, yes, he he has um his son who is Brandon Call, J.T. Lambert, and his other daughter, well, uh, Suzanne Summers' daughter, who is uh, Alicia Lambert, and the the Suzanne and Alicia um. Well, which is Alicia Lambert is played by Christine Larkin, who is in a lot of lot of my favorite shows. They, I noticed how they have like a bond because Alicia Lambert, she's a tomboy, but as you watch the show, you see her blossom into like from tomboy to like, wow, she's hot. You know, you're, and, you're still you're still mentioning a lot about the hotness of people and not the actual characters. Right, I'm sorry. But that characters speak out because they go through a lot of like stuff we went through during the 90s with um, drug addict, like with the whole drugs and finding personality, you know, who you are as a person and this, that, and the third. And Alicia Lambert's character went through a lot of that. Like... She she was like, am I a girl or am I a guy? I like doing guy things, you know, but I'm a girl and I always get teased about it. And I knew a lot of girls in, um, that I went to school with 
Yeah, they'll get teased because they 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 were tomboyish. I didn't tease them. I know that for a fact. I didn't tease no girl like that. I was actually literally the go-to best friend. And I wanted to see more about her character, Alicia Lambert's character. Also, I wanted to also see um, a continuation of uh, Sasha Mitchell's character and Suzanne Summers, who put um, Stacey Keenan, who played Dana Foster, Suzanne's older daughter, in the show. I wanted to see if there was any more continuation with her and Cody's relationship. Because in in this show, Cody literally does a lot um, trying to get this girl's attention because he wanted to date her. And through every chance and opportunity, she shuts him down. And it kind of, when I kind of watched, as I continued to watch the show, it felt like, kind of felt like a little bit like Family Matters, but not really spot on. Even though, even though Steve makes a um, cameo in it twice, um, no, not twice, but Steve makes a cameo in it for two episodes. So I wanted to see more, like, with Step by Step, because it had a lot more to it, you know? I mean, it was like a raunchy version of the Brady Bunch. I mean, because based on how the pans get together. Like, you know, Shotgun Wedding, they talk about how they talk, they talk about the whole love interest, you know, having a two like two single parent households coming together to form one household with all different personalities and stuff like that like when my parents looked at it they, when my parents saw me watching it at first it was like i mean it's an interesting show but should, should you really be watching this and i was like yes there's nothing wrong with it it's kind of similar to, I kind of um, like this because it, the comedy within it was similar to another comedy I watched, Married with Children. Was was this show really similar to Married with Children? Wasn't similar, but some of the um, like some of the uh, comedy like uh puns that they use was similar so it was a real black comedy no this was uh this was well when you say black comedy what do you mean black comedy like it feels like you're just pulling things because if you're comparing step by step to married with children married with children was a black comedy tv show like most of the jokes were very, very mean spirited. It wasn't really uplifting and stuff like that. So you're saying the show is uplifting, but then you're comparing it to Married with Children. Oh, when I compare it to Married with Children, like in some of the 
some of the raunchiness in the show was kind of I felt was kind of similar to Mary with Children. All right, so you so you're saying it got real raunchy because Married with Children was pretty. Married with Children was no, it, it was more like a it was well raunchy as of like they talked about a little like the with the uh, sound effects that they used in um that they would use around the raunchy parts in Married with Children. They also kind of did a little bit of that in Step by Step. Okay. So like when well one of the biggest things like when the um when Patrick Duffy Frank Lambert and um Suzanne Summers character would talk about going on trips and doing this that and a third and he would be like oh you're getting me hot and bothered you know like the sound effects like that would pop up like the raunchy sound effects would pop up stuff like that. Oh, so you're just saying they use the same sound effects? Yeah. Oh. I thought you were saying that they were similar in terms of their comedy. Uh, no, no. Their com- the step-by-step comedy was more like um, family-oriented comedy, you know? Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, come on. It was on ABC. So You're the one that brought up Married with Children. Like, I know, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just people saying. People are getting confused because you're bringing up s- special effects packages. Right. I'm sorry. But yeah, I feel Step by Step should definitely get a reboot because there's so much more I wanted to know. That wasn't done in seven seasons. You know? Uh, okay. I mean, I, I really don't. I did not watch the TV show, so I... But uh, definitely should check it out. If you've never watched it before, definitely check it out. Some of the episodes um, from the show are on YouTube. Okay. Alright. Not a lot of them, but some of them. Alright. Like... What I remembered from the show was the intro where they were on a roller coaster, and that just reminded me of like Full House and stuff like that. And it, I was already kind of watching Full House, so I wasn't gonna watch like a lesser version of Full House. Right. But okay. So. So my one. One of the ones that I want to bring up is a show that was based off a very pivotal book series for me when I was growing up, and that was the uh, 1998 uh, kids' TV show Animorphs. Animorphs is based off of the uh, Animorphs book series by K.A. Applegate. Uh, It was a book series that was about a group of children that end up encountering an alien called an Andalite. And the Andalite just drops bombs on them left and right. He's like, hey, aliens are real. I'm an alien, obviously. I look like a half centaur thing with no mouth, four eyes, and a tail with a spike on it. Really cool. But I'm dying. Also, 
there's an alien species that we're at war with called the Yurks. But they don't look like them. They don't look like me. They're actually tiny slugs that can take over anybody. Oh, and guess what? They're already here. They're already here. They could be your neighbors. They could be your parents. They could be anybody. So my race isn't going to be around here because we're fighting them all over the galaxy. But you guys, you guys can fight them because I have this device. It's called the Morphing Cube. You all get the ability to transform into aliens or other people for two hours. And if you stay longer than two hours, you're going to stay in that form. So don't stay in that form. But you guys are now going to fight for your friends and family and stuff like that. And don't tell anybody because you never know who's a yerk or who isn't. I mean, if that description alone doesn't make you just think this is going to be wild, it is 100% wild. It goes zero to a thousand real quick. And I read the entire book series. I love the book series. Uh, you know, the kids' names were Jake, Rachel, Marco, Cassie, Tobias. And later on, the two most messed up things that happen early on is that Tobias ends up getting stuck as an animal very early in the series. He gets stuck as a red-tailed hawk. Yes. What you you read Animorphs? I've watched the show. Yeah, it was a it was a wild show. But yes. and then there's Axe. Axe whose full name is I'm not gonna pronounce it, it's like Aximile uh something something something. Like I'm terrible at that pronunciation, but Axe is also an Andalite. So he's hmm. helping them. And then they find out he's the brother of the dude that they got the morphing cube from. But, mm -hmm. but I, I love the TV show. It was very faithful to the books. And the books were wild from day one. And the TV show was wild from day one. Yeah. And I just wish that they could have shown the entire series. Because I think this TV series... If you remade it today, uh, it would it would be like the YA version of like Game of Thrones. Like a lot of wild stuff happens. Not sex or oh, anything yeah. like that. No, 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 nothing but sexual. A nothing lot sexual. of wild things happen. Like this is the first book series that I remember as a kid that went into how war changes everyone. How yep. like you go into a war you don't end up the same way outside of it. And like, for those who've read Animorphs, you remember how the book series ended. It, like, I remember I was on TikTok and I was listening to a couple of TikTokers and I remember this TikToker called Kenna. She said, if more people read the Animorphs book series instead of Harry Potter, or if... Harry, if Animorphs had the same popularity that Harry Potter mm -hmm. had, that probably more people would be more sympathetic and more empathetic 
towards war, towards different people, mm-hmm. towards loss of life in general. And I really yeah. agree with that because it was a wild show. It was only on for right. one season. But if you go back and you watch any of those episodes, you realize it wasn't pulling any punches from like day one. And I loved it. You know, I really do think it would work out well in today's prestige TV uh, environment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, you know, John, you go into that before I keep going on Animorphs for like the next 30 minutes. Okay, fine. I will go to my go-to. My number two from my list is that I'm going to pull is Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs is a was a I would say it came off to me at, at first like it's like I always thought when I saw this show, it was all puppets. I really thought it was all puppets, to be honest. Like animatronics, puppets, immediately in my head. But I was toned wrong. And it's literally, um, it's, it's a show talked about dinosaurs going through human life situations. Literally, it was, I, I would say it was a good, I say it was a good show. I liked it. I really liked it a lot. You learn a lot about, like, paleontology, about the actual dinosaurs themselves, and get some very good comedy and puns. I mean, my biggest thing from dinosaurs that I pulled from the show a lot growing up as a kid being the relationship me and my dad had growing up, I I related to the baby always saying, not the mama. You know? That was my biggest go-to. That was my biggest go-to with my dad. I was like, not the mama. Even though that, that, that led with a very disciplining scolding, but hey, I mean, it's good comedy. I figured, hey, can't go wrong with quoting good comedy. And I wanted to see the definitely a continuation to see where all the characters go on because they said a lot like um, like Earl the father. When I watched a couple episodes, they're like, oh, he finally becomes successful in life. He's no longer working at the um, oh goodness gracious working construction he's actually running things you know his own company and his daughter marlene she's like successful in her her ventures you know and i also wanted to see hey did like the baby what 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 goes on with the baby does he grow up and go through the same troubles like his brother did with uh, muscle enhancers or girl problems, it showed, the show was totally funny and hilarious. It's, and the one thing, the only thing I could, I could say that I liked the most that I took from the show was all the um, the baby comments. 
like the little um comedy with the baby. Actually, I think I I compared, and I probably was wrong for comparing this show to Family. I compared this one time to Family Guy, and someone told me no, dinosaurs. You cannot compare Family Guy no. to dinosaurs. Not even. Close Don't do that. No. No. Please not. And I was like, yeah. Definitely, I'm not in the right mindset if I'm doing that. But Dinosaurs was totally great. Totally deserves a reboot. And I heard they were actually doing a reboot, by the way, of that show. But I, I couldn't. I heard, I heard it. But I've been looking for it. I've saw on certain. Um, I saw that it was a show that does deserve a reboot, but I haven't seen anything as of leading to an exact date, like when they're going to start production. I haven't found that at all. But if anyone's listening to the podcast that, that's associated with that show, please do the reboot. Please. Pretty please. And if you need to cast anybody, any actors or cast Please cast me. I would love to do the. I would love to maybe do the role as like um, the the baby finally growing up, coming into his own. I would really love doing that. Just throwing that out there. And so I don't continue going on off my nostalgia of dinosaurs and how it deserves a reboot. Kennedy, you can go to your number two. All right. Well, my number two, I'm not going to lead up. I'm not going to beat around the bush because my number two goes hard in the paint every day. And my number two is Gargoyles, the 1994 animated show Gargoyles. If you were a kid that was growing up in the 90s, you remember Gargoyles because it was about magical gargoyles from scotland who were transported to new york and how they were rolling around you remember goliath who was voiced by keith david you remember yeah. hudson you remember demona you remember xanatos like you remember that tv show because it went hard every single day like when yeah. i mention uh gargoyles like, you probably in your head are hearing the Gargoyles theme song as I'm talking. Like, see, I'm not, I'm going to stop it right there because you're going to have it stuck in your head. And that's fine. But that's why we need a new version. You know, I would love it yeah. if they could reboot the TV show. Or if not reboot, they can just do new seasons because gargoyle right. was only on for three seasons but it ended way too soon there was so much content they went wild yes. they were going overseas there were gargoyles in japan there were gargoyles in the rainforest there were gargoyles yep. in england there were gargoyles in new york like yep. they if they would have put gargoyles in miami and had those be the buck wild crazy gargoyles oh it been hilarious but that would have been stupid funny but yeah, you know, Gargoyles, it was a great show. It was heavily acclaimed. It, you know, it featured a lot of people from Star Trek, funny enough. 
because mm-hmm. Santos was Jonathan Franks, yeah. you know, and a whole bunch of other uh, Star Trek uh, actors were on and were voicing the gargoyles. So I always thought that was pretty funny. But, you know, hashtag reboot gargoyles should be trending every day until we get it. But before I really go super deep into it and spend the next 45 minutes going episode by episode, John, you talk about your next one. So, my next show that is on my list is Good Times. Yes. The old school 70s show that every well, I wouldn't say every, but a lot of like good comedies and stuff always cite in their in, in a lot of the comedy and joke bits. Like the Family Guy, they 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 cite the whole um, JJ knowing all the states and capitals. You know how like your mom's name is Florida, Florida. Really? No, no. It it wasn't funny. It it wasn't funny then. It wasn't funny now. But go on. Talk talk about your love for good times. I know. I just have. I, I mean, I love the show. I mean, my favorite catchphrase, like everybody's catchphrase, was JJ's dynamite. You know, and I think that show did deserve a reboot. Does deserve a reboot because. I mean, it had everything in it. And, I mean, beside the fact of them um, cutting off the mother and the father, cutting off the father, and when they did the remaining other seasons, you know, it I was a, a good I show. I got a bug to pick with, uh, with Good Times. You do? Uh, there's one storyline that they did that to this day, I cannot forgive this show for doing. And you probably remember it since you're such a fan of Good Times. Do you remember there was an episode where he was offered a better job in like Alaska, right? I knew you was going to get to that one. He was offered a better job. He would have gotten a promotion, higher pay, higher everything. They would have even paid for this man to get a house. Like, he would have been in a much better situation. And then, because people didn't like cold, even though where they grew up, it would have been an immediate step up. They decided to stay there and not split the family and all that stuff. So, that episode... Was the single dumbest episode in Good Times history, and you cannot convince me otherwise. You just I'm can't not gonna, convince me otherwise. I'm not, and I'm not. I'm so not. I was just so hoping you didn't mention that episode. I mean, it didn't make any sense. Like, but they took. Okay. How, how no, did it make gonna... any sense? No, I didn't say it made any sense. 
I didn't say him any offense. I was not going to say any offense. But I like, when I saw that, when I watched that episode, what I got from it is how basically the father didn't, you know, he respected the choices, of the, the wishes of his family. You know? That's what I got out of that episode. You know? When I saw that episode, that's what I got from it. He could have, yes, he could have uplifted himself, did more for the family, and was, got house, but it would have had, he had to hear his family side on what they wanted. You know, and if, if, him have taken that taking that promotion and going that route would cause conflict if that would have caused conflict i mean yeah it wouldn't have been good listen if you have the opportunity you don't like living in the projects but you have the opportunity to get out of the projects, which is something that they actively want to do, and you're going to turn down the number one thing that would have gotten you out of the projects. You're working against your own thing. You are blocking your own blessing from happening in this world. Like, if that was the... If that was the storyline that would have gotten them off the show, that would have made more sense. Like, he and the wife are working out in Florida, or are working out in Alaska, making money so that way they can pay for the apartment. And they're saving up money so that way when they finally come back, they can buy a house or something like that. There, I just made a better version of Good Times. But go on before we go into my next one because I'm mad now. No, 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 no. Uh, One thing I do not want to do is upset you, man. I do not want to upset you. You didn't upset me. This show upset me. That was a dumb storyline. They should have never introduced it, but you know, I do understand and I do think that Good Times does deserve a reboot. Yes, and and, and I do have a... uh, I do have a pointer. If they're going to do the reboot, and it's like, I would say do, I would say maybe do just like focus on, they can focus on the kids like JJ. Does JJ actually live up to his full potential? You know, going further. And what goes on with Thelma? Does Thelma uh, ever become the successful independent woman that she she portrays on the show? So that's what I would like to see. That's why I would really like to see a reboot of Good Times. But really, like, please do not mess it up. Because lately I've heard that a lot of shows compare have come comparison to good times and the shows that I've heard people mention, I was like, Nope. That is no way of comparison. You cannot compare that show to good times. 
Your Times is just that is it's an iconic show. You know? And if they do a reboot, shout out to the people, shout out to JJ. He also I've I got luck I got the opportunity of seeing him at a comedy show in Westchester. He, he's really good, by the way. And with that being said, I'm gonna go I'm gonna throw it over to you, Kennedy, on your next show. All right. So my next show is once again, another show that I felt like was gone way too soon, and I feel like this show would absolutely be perfect for today's day and age. Um, and that was a show called Better Off Ted. It was only on for two seasons. It came out in 2009. And the big thing was it was a satire, a workplace comedy about people working in a mega corporation called Viridian Dynamics, you know. And considering how many mega corporations we have, like Amazon, Microsoft, Google, this one was that taken to slightly cartoonish standards. It was absolutely hilarious. Um, it had uh, Ted Crisp, who's played by Jay Harrington. He's been in a lot of stuff. Veronica Palmer, played by Portia de Rossi. You know, you may know her from Arrested Development. Uh, yeah. You know, and Ali McBeal, who she was also in. Um, you know, it had Lem, who was played by Malcolm Barrett, a uh, great actor. And the thing I loved about this show is that the things that it was talking about the company's doing, these are things that you could actually see a mega corporation doing and getting wrong because they're greedy and they're huge and they don't really. They're not very forward thinking. Literally, they had an episode where they were like, hey, we're going to change all of the all of the motion sensors and stuff like that to our updated motion sensors and stuff like that. And it worked perfectly for everyone except black people. It literally did not see black people so when they were around nothing would start nothing would activate but white people it would so they literally were like yo this is racist and literally they were like well the technology actually doesn't see color so it's not racist so literally one of the suggestions they had the solution was every black cloak Every black coworker would have a white person follow them around so that way they could get through the building to help them out. And then the only reason it got figured out and fixed is because they were like, well, equal opportunity. We have to hire a black person to follow the white person. And then we have to follow another white person to follow that black person. And they were like, at that point, we would just hire the entire earth, and that's not profitable for the company. It was wild. It was hilarious. And it absolutely poked fun at all of these big companies. Like, during the show, they would have Viridian Dynamics commercials, like, 
at Viridian Dynamics, we give you power and all this stuff. And they were absolutely hilarious. Like, if you can see Better Off Ted, watch Better Off Ted. It was hilarious. It went way too soon. It was highly critically nominated, but it never really caught on. But, oh my God. Watch this. It's an amazingly funny show. But, yeah, John, you go on to your next pick. So, my next pick is very uh, close to me because, like, growing up in Manhattan, I always, I, I had a lot of friends, but I didn't have that. I had one specific friend that was, like, my iconic friend, and I, if they, if you were, like, my iconic friend to me, pretty much I put us in this category, which is Keenan and Cal. Okay. Keenan and Cal, great show. And it's, it was, it's back from the, um, days back to the early 90s from, if you remember all that, uh, Keenan Thompson and Cal Mitchell, they branched out, did their own show, and it was just, oh, here it goes. It was great. You know, you had Coolio doing the um, title sequence and just full of comedy all around. You know, honestly, I really feel this show, Four Seasons wasn't enough. I think they should have maybe done at least five or six more. Like, you know, it should have went to like five or six seasons because you had a lot of, lot of good people. You had Kim Fields. You had, you had uh, Vanessa Baden, who played as Kyra. You had Ken Ford, who played as Roger Rockmore. The mom... Mom was cool. See, see, Till, um, I know I'm probably butchering her name, but Till um, Machanda, that I've, when I saw her play as Keenan's mom, I was like, yeah, that's, that, 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 that's like my mom. My mom was, my mom was cool, but you did not want to get on my mom's bad side. And, like Ken Ford playing Roger, um, Roger Rockmore. Yeah, no, that that Roger Rockmore was definitely, definitely in, in uh, a side of my father, because especially when he got mad, like he could, I w- I could feel when my father was about to yell my name, the um from how uh, Ken um Ken ah. Keenan Thompson's character always sensed like his dad. And I feel that show deserves a really deserves a reboot. I mean, we could I wanna I wanna hear more about um Keenan and what was the other cat? Him and Alexis Fields character, Charlotte Morrison. I mean, do they do their relationship go the distance? Does Kyra actually hook up with Kel? You know, I mean, she was in love with Kel. The girl was like, Kel-tastic. You know? I mean, you watched Keenan and Kel, Kennedy. I did watch Keenan and Kel, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, will, I would like to see... I mean, like, uh, does, does Kyra ever achieve 
hooking up with Kel? Or does uh, do are they even as they're grown ups? Are they still doing, you know, childish hijinks and stuff like that? Okay. I would. I kind of want to see it. I want to see that. I want a continuation. Hopefully, they they will do that. I mean, I've seen a lot of shows. I've seen um, that Keen Thompson. I've seen shows that Kel's in. And I think, like, if they were to come back together to do a Keenan and Kel reboot or even continuation, I think that would be good for, like, the generation, the younger generation now, you know? All right. I mean, they, I mean, because look what they did with all that. You know, all that was crazy hilarious. It was like the teen, it was like the kid version of it. Well, actually, it was a kid version of Saturday Night Live. That's my opinion. Okay. If anyone disagrees, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, they're entitled to their opinion, but that's my opinion. I feel it was that. So yeah, definitely Keenan and Kel should get a reboot. I, I would actually shoot. I would I would be one of the first people promoting if they if if it came out like it like in the next five, twenty minutes, I'm I'm shooting through um Instagram or Facebook and then I see like after looking through my at my friend all my friends' reels and some of my followers' reels, if that popped up. I would be ecstatic, you know, because the whole dynamic with uh, Keenan and Kel's like Keenan has an idea and Kel's like, ah, oh, here it goes, not again, you know. Like the the, the way Keenan would make up would come up with ideas for these uh um make rich quick schemes and stuff like that. I kinda took a I kinda, you know, try to try to apply that in my in my way of thinking, in my life. Yeah, it didn't work well. You know? Did not work well. But honestly, definitely a show that deserves a reboot. And on that note, I give it to you, Kennedy. Well, the fourth one that I'm going to talk about is definitely one that's selfish. This show ran its complete run. You know, I think it's an incredible comedy show. And really, if you could reboot it, I would. But at the same time, I'm hesitant. Like now we're getting into my portion where I'm not too sure about these, but I kind of want to see how they'd be done. And that is Golden Girls. You know, really? I would love to see Golden Girls rebooted. Um, I think you could do it differently because you wouldn't necessarily have an all-white cast. I think you could do an all-black cast. I think you could do a mixed cast or something like that. Okay, I was going to say that too. You know, I think the original version of Golden Girls was perfect the way it is. So mm-hmm. I think you could still do that version, but... If you centered it around different people, 
people who are from different walks of life who now are all just older and stuff like that, I really think it could work. You know, I mean, we all know Dorothy and Rose and Blanche and Sophia, you know, R.I.P. Betty White and B. Arthur. Yeah. But I love that show. And anybody who's seen that show loves that show because it's so funny. But I really Mm -hmm. think you could put that show, center it with women who are living in today's world. You know, that's why also I love Grace and Frankie so much. Like Grace and Frankie Mm -hmm. is hilarious and it reminds me a little bit of Golden Girls. Not not to that same extent, but it is about women who are older still Mm -hmm. trying to live their life. Yeah, live their best life. Yeah, live their best life. And I think if you did that with this show, you recentered it around different cast, you could get an amazing TV show. I really do think that. You know? Like, can you imagine what would have happened if you would have rebooted Golden Girls with, like, amazing actors from today? It could it could be amazing. it could really be amazing, but that's my pick. Uh, I'll let you go into your last one, John. And my last one, I really made it my last one because it's 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 one of my it it touched my heartstrings with this show, and I am and Kennedy. I don't know if you noticed this, but I am a big Patty Labelle fan. Yeah, I am a very big Patty Labelle fan, and not only uh, not only am I big like I'm just like in love, also in love with Patty Labelle. You know, I love I love my wife, but I also love Patty Labelle. And growing up, I would I in my head. If I had to picture who my TV mom would be, Patty LaBelle is one of the first choices I would pick as my TV mom. That had to be my TV mom because she was just so well, she's just well complimented, you know, my mom in ways. You know, because my mom, she, she, was, she was awesome. Mom's awesome. Love my mother. Love you, mommy. Yes. If she, it, it, hopefully she, she's, she gets a chance and decide, gets a chance to hear this episode. Love you, mommy. Just shout out to my moms. And Patty LaBelle really hits a nail on the head with this show, and it's based off one of her songs that she performed, which is "Out All Night." You know, at the top of the show, because like is based off one of her songs, "Out All Night." That it's literally the theme song for the show, and it talks about if if you've never seen "Out All Night," by the way, it is on. You can catch some of the episodes on YouTube. Definitely watch it. It stars Morris Chestnut, a young Morris Chestnut. It stars. Dwayne Martin, Vivica Fox is in it, 
And I tell you, the that whole storyline, like the cast and everything, it, it deserved a reboot because it didn't, it only went one season. Literally one season, but it there was so much in that one season I wanted more from. Like, for example, Dwayne and Vivica, um, Dwayne Martin trying to hook up with Vivica Fox. They He does achieve it, but then fails. You know, and I think if he and I wanted to see like, wait, might as well let's do a second season or a reboot where we talk about maybe him not failing again and maybe their relationship um actually blossoming and showing um you know something good, like real good love, like I like to see on television. And or or they could have had did with Morse Chestnut and Vivica Fox character hooking up and then Brent and they can start a storyline branching how she becomes she takes over her mom's nightclub and they franchise the whole nightclub stretching it all across the United States you know and they bring in Dwayne Martin's character saying how he's controlling this part of the United States um franchise of the nightclub i would actually want to see that and maybe bring in um uh uh maybe also bring in taj mari you know how he's actually you know young kid um doing like morris chestnut was doing in the in the original season of the show you know, I would love to see that. And not, not for nostalgia person reasons, not for nostalgia reasons, but in general, it was a good show. And I know a lot of people would appreciate it. All right. Uh, yeah, a lot of people would appreciate it. Now, I don't know if, uh, I mean, I hope they, I mean, I really hope they this show would get a reboot. And please, please do it before. Um, please do it soon, because I really feel like there's shows close to this, but really not close to this. Like if I thought of shows that I could compare to Out All Night, one comes close, and it doesn't it. it it comes close for a reason, but it doesn't really actually match it. Oh, what was the name of it? Oh, darn it. I can't. Oh, wait. I know. Um, one show actually comes close. Darn it. Why am I not saying this show? Um, oh, yes. Damn, now I got it. Um, doesn't, like, it's not similar, but... It they talk about the um a touch on one of the dynamics in up all in out all night, which is the mother Vivica Fox's character, who's the daughter of Patty LaBelle, who's the owner of this nightclub. Their relationship, this one show comes in comparison to it, and I would say one on one comes a little bit in comparison to it because in one on one, the daughter wants to kind of be like her dad 
in journal a journalist. But she ends up, you know, doing things differently. Not like her dad, but you know. Similar. So that's why I feel like Out All Night deserves a reboot. Because it, it was cut too short ahead of its time. And one season was not enough. Because they packed so much into every episode. Like, you could have... They could have I wouldn't surprise. I wouldn't be surprised if I found out after this podcast if they announced, okay, a smid off to Out All Night. I would be like, okay... Yeah, we. I got to see this trailer. Because if they mess something up with this, then I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm not watching this. And that is my five shows that deserve a reboot. All right. Well, my last show is really, it would just be, I think, a really fun show to do. Um and that is Xena Warrior Princess. Now, Xena Warrior Princess, it was on for six seasons. It came out in 1995. Uh, Xena Warrior Princess is a spinoff from the show Hercules, The Legendary Journeys. You know, it starred Lucy Lawless and Xena. It starred Renee O'Connor as Gabrielle. And essentially it was Xena goes around, solves issues, beats up people, screams and flips that's the basis for every single episode of xena warrior princess and that's fine it was a it was a show that did not really have any overarching storylines it was more just issue of the week just over and over and over again it was a procedural show just like a just like law and order would be only this one had to deal with fantasy instead of you know cops and robbers but, you know, Xena later on, she went on to become more of a gay icon. You know, you would see episodes of Xena the Warrior Princess played on like oxygen. Mm-hmm. Which was always funny to me, but it made a lot of sense because I'm guessing a lot of people found out their identity watching Xena Warrior Princess, watching Lucy Lawless and, you know, leather flipping and all that stuff and fighting makes perfect sense to me honestly but i would love to see a new version of that show you know where it's not as procedural where it's a little bit more you know serial where it has maybe one or two overarching storylines i think that would be a very fun show to do i think uh I also just think it would be great nostalgia just to see a show that was based around a woman kicking butt, taking names, and just being unapologetically herself. You know, we're getting more shows like that, but I would love to see, you know, more shows that explicitly said stuff like that. And I think Xena was really the first instance of somebody doing that that I could remember in the 90s. But yeah, I would think that's about it on our shows. Um, So, 
since we are done talking about the shows that need a reboot, uh, John, tell people where they can find you. Well, you can find me not in a reboot. You can find me on Instagram. <laughs> but I'm hopefully one day I'll be on a reboot. Hopefully, you know, I, I can see myself on a definitely, definitely, definitely could possibly see myself on a out all night as the uh, booming co-star of two sides of a coin. You know, just saying, just saying, just, just an idea. Just an idea. But you can find me on Instagram, Fat Man Love Anime NYC 21. You can find me. Feel free to DM me if you want, if you've, you come across a restaurant that uh, you like and you want it, you know, you want it to be reviewed and get my point of view i would not mind and i would totally invite you to join me on my on the review so don't be scared hit me up i like to eat i like to eat good food all right and And, uh yeah. yeah all right and uh as i usually say if you want to find me personally you can find me nowhere I am a ghost, but if you do want to find the podcast, if you want to talk with us, if you want to send in any questions, comments, anything like that, please feel free to reach out to us. You can reach out to us at our email. That's two sides podcast at gmail.com. That's spelled T W O S I D E Z podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at two sides coin. You can find us on Instagram at two sides of a coin you know please feel free reach out comment all that stuff would love to hear from you but anyways Mm -hmm. you know i think we are done for the day so y'all have a good one have a good week and stay safe yes please stay safe